where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. This time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you, we praise you, we truly honor you in all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Most of all, God, I ask you to bless in a special way that I speak nothing of myself, but I speak only that which you would have me to say. And God, I ask you to bless those that are listening, that the ears of understanding may be enlightened and open. God, that they may hear that which you would have me to say to them. God, that they'll be able to be vessel that you have choose, chose from the foundation of the world. We thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. Amen. I'm going to have to get some more headset because these is going in and out. Uh, but we thank God for what the Lord is doing, what he's going to do. Amen. And how that he's doing it. Amen. So many peoples in this day and time are going according to what they feel, think, and not what they really believe. You know, we say we believe something, and we find out that what we believe is not really edifying and not, not really true, and not really that which God would have you to uh, do. Amen. So we are trying to do that which the Lord have commissioned us to do. Amen. And to be the vessel that God have chose us in these last and evil days. Amen. Uh, before I get started, we, amen, uh, I do want to tell 
I don't know whether she's listening, but need her. Amen. Today is her birthday, and I want to tell her happy, happy birthday. Amen. Roderick had one earlier this week. Roderick Williams and Monica Williams. Amen. Monica is the young lady that was listening to me in Germany. God have blessed her to get back to the States. Amen. And I pray and she, we talk. Amen. And Monica has a mindset to really want to do the right thing. And I, I, I like that. Amen. It's just so sad that we don't have a lot of uh, congregations and uh, places that you can direct people's to. Amen. But uh, we just thank God for her as well that she and her mother has always been a, a faithful supporter, uh, communicate with me down through the years. Amen. Uh, her mother lives in Noonan, Georgia, so we all we had home service designated watchmen in that area uh, when I was in Atlanta. And I thank God that even Mother Jones had a birthday. I don't even think I mentioned that last week she had a birthday. And Mother Jones is another person that uh, we go way, way back. Uh, matter of fact, we go back uh, back in 1979, if I'm, if I'm correctly. No, I know it was 80 because Sister Ware was converted at her church. And uh, I thought that was the strangest thing. She was the only uh, sister in the church that was there, and I just didn't understand that. But nevertheless, we went there, and I, I eventually became a part of that particular congregation, Lighthouse Tabernacle, and I got ordained. I was a licensed minister, but I stayed there we, about four years or more, and they ordained me there in that ministry. And uh, we just thank God for those peoples. I really do. These are peoples that I have uh, uh, much love for. Amen. I'm praying that Benita really find her way in righteousness. It, it is very, very important. I was uh, seeking the Lord, and uh, no, I, and uh, I got ready, and I said, "Wow, I, I'm running a little late." And I got up to go in the bedroom, got in the shower, and come out, and I began to get something uh, uh, come to my mind, and God began to minister to me about a particular chapter that I had read before numerous of times, have preached it on the other side, not on the side that I'm talking about on today. I don't remember ever teaching about uh, the prodigal son's brother, elderly brother. Uh, I began to, you know how we talk to the Lord and, and believe God, and you, you know, uh, I'm so traditionalized, I guess you can call it, that I want to, the Lord to speak to me, and many times I would get into the mirror, and I would talk to myself in the mirror, 
and allowed the Lord to speak through that. And, uh, but this time I didn't make it to the mural. And he began to t uh, bring to my memory of the 15th chapter of the book of Luke. Now, let me say this. This, I, I mean, I'm, I, I, only thing I'll say is God's carrying me and doing a work in me that I never can remember since I started preaching. When I started preaching, uh, I had the same like uh, conversation with the Lord, the closeness and the, the mindset that I have. And I don't know if it's because I spend so much time alone uh, in the house uh, by myself because uh, a lot of times I don't even have a desire to believe us listen to me. I don't even have the desire to cut the television on uh, to look at my little stupid programs because I don't look at this new thing. I was telling a, a friend of mine that I never saw one, not one episode of Scandals, not one episode of uh, this other picture that everybody ratting and raving about uh, and I'm not condemning nobody else. I'm saying I None of the new shows, because all the new shows seems to be gearing to uh, lust of the flesh and uh, lust of the eye and the pride of life. Uh, the stuff I look at, not necessarily the best, but I, uh, it may be, you may call it uh, stupidity to look at our Andy Griffin, Mayberry, and, you know, Goma Powell, and so on and so on, and uh, those programs. Now, I did, I was, as I said, I was in the bathroom, and uh, being in the bathroom, uh, talking to the Lord after getting out of the shower, and the Lord just, I mean, I just seemed like I heard, see, the 15th chapter, and I thought about, well, the 15th chapter, we all, I knew I'd preached about part of it before, meaning, um, I talked about the first part, the lost sheep, when the man leaving, losing the sheep. Now, let me ask you something, and I want you to think about this before you even answer. We read the parable of the lost sheep. Now, if you go up before the parable of the lost sheep, you'll find that the, the Pharisees uh, was questioning uh, Jesus on some situation, and uh, in the midst of it, they was, uh, I guess the word self-righteous, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, was trying to trap him in some way, and he began to speak some things in the parables, and, uh, and he came on down to the 15th chapter when he, in turn, was talking and saying, you know, with... Um, what man you have a hundred sheep, and if you lose one of them, does that not leave the ninety and nine and go uh, in in the wilderness and go after the that which is lost until you find it? Uh, okay, the lost sheep. He had a hundred. You had a hundred sheep, and the sheep that you had, out of all the sheep that you had, you had was one. Now, Brother Ware's concept would be, to be perfectly honest, 
Well, that one didn't want to be here no way. So guess what? I'm not going to leave my 90 and 9 and go out there and find that little one sheet. That one sheet want to be hard-headed. Now, this brother wear concept now. And that's why I got convicted. Uh, that one sheet went out there, had no business going out there. Wait a minute. Hold up. The man was willing. He had love and compassion. He figured, well, some way somebody might say, well, if you lead in 99, then the devil come and get them. And already, but the one sheet was just lost. The man had conviction enough that he loved it his sheep to go to get one. We understand it's a parable. Now listen, let's let's bring this back from the parable to you. To you, if you know a brother or sister, they may not know what you know. They may not even have the concept that you have. But you believe they say, and you believe that they walk away, they get mixed up because somebody else told them something and, and they heard what this person said and then somebody, then they heard Brother Well on the radio, Brother Well said, well, you got to keep the commandments of God or observe the commandments of God. And once they hear that, then they say, hold up, hold up, hold up. I wasn't doing that. Now that they wasn't doing that, now they are more confused than they were before they got converted. Because you dropped a little something in it and it brought about a confusion. So instead of explaining it the right way, then that person becomes confused. But are you willing to go that extra mile and not condemn them because they don't know any better? They are lost. And then I left from that and I went, uh, and went down and came to the lost coin. And the woman having lost the the piece of silver. She had the nine to the end and she lost one. But the great thing about her is now nobody knows about the lost uh, uh, coin like they did the sheep. The sheep knew that, the other sheep knew that that sheep was gone and the sheep that was gone knew that it wasn't with the rest of them. But nevertheless, the coin but the woman went out of her way to sweep, to, to get out on her knees or whatever she needed to do to find that coin. Now, listen to me. I, I, I haven't even got to the part where I'm trying to get to. So she went and found the coin. And guess what? After she found the coin, she decided to go and find the people in the city to say, come and rejoice with me rejoice because I found that which is was lost now we saying wait a minute wait a minute brother well wait a minute what that got to do with me a lot of times we spend time I, I shouldn't say we I should say me you spend time telling somebody where they are not and what they are not you don't have compassion enough to find the person, the piece that was lost. The piece of silver couldn't tell her nothing. She had to go out of her way to find that piece of silver. That she found it, then she rejoiced, then she went with everybody telling them, look at him. Uh, I done found the piece that was lost. Now, we come into the part 
down, and I must get to this. And this is where I'm trying to get to. The prodigal son. Everybody done, well, not everybody, the majority of you done heard about the prodigal son. We done heard about how the son took and the man out of preach message and done said things and others done heard messages about how this son went and won't heard his dad say, look at him, just give me what I got coming to it, to me, and I want to go out into the world. I want to do what I want to do. Now, really, he didn't have anything to do nothing, and what he was getting, he didn't deserve anything because it was his dad. It was not. It was not his from the start with, but he said, okay, dad, what I got coming to me, I want you to give it to me so I can go. So he went out, and of course, like uh, any of us done did at one time, we got in the limelight and we parted. We did those things. We got uh, in with what we thought so-called friends. As long as you got money, you got friends. As long as you can uh, wine and dine them, you got the peoples with you. And you say, well, I ain't whining and dining. I wasn't doing this. I wasn't, okay, just hold on, hold on. Don't be too quick. All right, so anyway... The, the boy went away from his daddy, he went away from his house, and he went to a foreign land, a land that he had no knowledge of. And when you go in something that you have no knowledge, when a person leaves the, the foundation of the gospel of Jesus Christ and go into the world, and we drift into the world, in so many ways, they drift there, and before they find themselves, before they come to themselves, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not doing what God would have me to do. And lo and behold, this, this young man went forth, and he spent all that he had. And once he got down to the bottom of the bottom, then he decided, wait a minute, my dad got old. Hired hands living better than me. So why should I have to deal with the stuff I'm going through with? And he thought within himself, I ain't trying to go back and look for a situation. I'm going to go back and tell my daddy. I know you all familiar, but if you ain't, I'm breaking it down. Uh, tell daddy, look at him. Man, I messed up. I done lost everything you gave me. So I'm not worthy of nothing. Just, just let me come back as a high servant. Because, see, your high servant living better than me right about now. So in, in essence, he goes back and on his way back home before he even got there, his dad saw him coming towards him. To tell me, the scriptures tell me here in this 15th chapter, and I'm going to read some of the more verses when I get out to it. But probably on the other side of the break. Now, when he got back, his dad said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't even allow him to say what he had practiced in his mind. You know how we get in our mind. Uh, I'm going to say this and I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. 
he didn't even have that uh, uh, the had the chance to do it. His daddy rejoiced. They put a coat on him, put a ring on his finger. You know, the whole nine yards, and let's have a party. Go get the fattest calf and kill him so that we can rejoice. And I know city folks don't understand uh, the how that uh, country person would want to rejoice and kill an animal and do this. And so, wait a minute, well, it'd be like, let's have a barbecue in the city. Oh, let's get some hot dogs, hamburger, whatever y'all put on the barbecue, and let's uh, just rejoice because here's my son that was lost, that was in the world, and I'm praying that God uh, do something. And lo and behold, God brought him back. Now I'm rejoicing. I'm rejoicing, and I want you all to rejoice with me because of the fact that my son was lost, but now he is found. Now, we are familiar with that part, but I don't want to deal with that part because we don't heard sermons after sermons after sermons. And here's where I'm going to take up, uh, and this is what I'm going to read uh, now. His elder son was in the field. And he came and drove near to the house and heard the music and the dancing, okay? And he called one of the servants and asked what these things mean, starting at the 25th verse. Now, wait a minute. Think about it. And I want you to thank believers. I'm speaking to the believers today. Yes, I believe that God uh, set rules and regulations. But where is the compassion of those peoples that's around us that we are not going the extra mile? We are acting just like the elder son. Now, he was so set on himself and recognizing what he himself was doing. He said, wait a minute, wait a minute. How come ain't nobody told me what's going on? I'm hearing music, I'm hearing dancing, I'm hearing all this, and, and still him going himself up the 25th is, you know, I got a thought, hey man, come here, what's going on up there at my dad's house? Well, I mean, why are they doing that? And he called one of the servants and asked him, saying, what's going on with these things? And he said unto thee, thy brother is come, and thy father has killed the fattest calf uh, because he had received him safe and sound. Now, instead of the brother, okay, instead of the brother going up and saying, oh, my brother there, hold up. He's saying, you mean to tell me this is what the party is about? Folks, we condemn people. Oh, this person ain't walking in the truth. This person celebrating Christmas. Now, don't get it wrong. I'm not justifying celebration, but why are we condemning people for celebrating something? And, and any, any of them, they don't know. We should help them. We should help them, not condemn them. But we spend more time condemning them. Oh, oh they got a criminal tree up. They got, they got this. They got that. And then, and in essence, 
What we should be saying is, Lord, how can I be a blessing to them? How can I lead them to righteousness? How can I help them to walk in that way? But no, it's better for Brother Ware to get on the air and say, you know, anybody putting up a criminal tree, Jeremiah 10 said, that ain't nothing but that you just a pagan God. It's easy for me to say that. Somebody else might say, well, wait a minute. They getting gift. You ain't know Christ wasn't born in no December the 25th. We know this. And, and, and they want to say it's Christmas. We want to say this and that. And, 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 and I spent 30 minutes condemning this person. And not showing this individual how that they can be blessed by them. You want to look at the husband is not saved. The husband is not saved. The wives is not saved because we spend more time condemning, not going out and pulling in. When everybody that's listening to me that's saved today when God dealt with your heart, he also dealt with somebody to give you the gospel. He also, I don't care if it was shot down, Mary Ann or Sister Walsh, whatever. Somebody came and said, look, bruh, you are not walking in that which God would have you to do. Look, sister, you are not walking in that which God would have you to do. God have you to walk in the pathway of righteousness by repenting of your sin, by making Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. And, and But no, it's so much easier for me to say, uh, bruh, you're wrong. Sister, you're wrong. You're going to hell. Wait a minute. We, yeah, we don't got so far. They, oh, they're walking in dark. We say, well, you know, the Bible said it's going to divide. The mama going to divide the, from your mama. This daddy going to be divided. The sister going to be divided from the brother and so on. And we feel justified within ourselves when the Bible let us know it was love and compassion that Christ went along with us while we walking contrary to the will of God, while we doing our thing, then the love of God kept us in bay and begin to tug on your heart, begin to open up your understanding. Then after we said, okay, I repent of my sins. I did this. I did that. Now, all of a sudden, we get so self-righteous as the brother. And that's what we're going to deal with, how self-righteous the brother was. The brother was self, so self-righteous that the brother had the audacity to do the wrong thing with the wrong attitude. I'm coming back behind the break, and I'm going to give you what the brother did and see is you in that position. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware.
God bless you. I'm back. Normally, I would say we're going to take a call, question, or comment on whatever. I'm going to skip that today because I really got to deal with the elderly son. And it's very, very important for me to do so. So, I will give my number at the end of the broadcast that you'll be able to communicate. Uh, you have any question, or we are asking next week or whatever. Amen. I want to say, thank God that the, if the Lord say the same, I'll be celebrating another year that God have allowed me to be here when I was con. Uh, almost back in 2000, uh, first time, 2002, couple of back operation, I'm sorry, one in 2001, one in 2002, then open heart surgery. Uh, uh, the first time was in the two, 2006, I think that was. And then the other one was... Uh, uh, about 2010. So I thank God that God done blessed me a whole lot longer. Matter of fact, it was so that they was kind of like counting up my days. But I thank God that he saw fit to let me be here a little longer to do that which he would have me to do. So, all right, back to this son. Now let me tell you why I'm, I'm, I, I didn't even say nothing about the calls today because that would be the very time I want to say something and won't get it out and I get uh, put on a different thing. Now the son, the son, the elderly son, and I want you to check your life. I don't want you to check me. I don't want you to check Mary Jane, but when the last time you went out of your way to win someone to Christ? I'm talking about Somebody that you know right in your family. Now, I can tell you uh, it was very easy for me to find somebody that I condemn. Yes, I condemn this. I condemn that. And again, folks, don't think that Brother Ware uphold Peggy holidays. I'm not upholding them. But at the same time, while the devil throwing you off on a pagan holiday for you to say, look at them heathen, look at them doing this, look at them doing that. What are you doing to show forth a different concept? What have you done to say, wait a minute, I'm condemning them, but I'm not showing them a better way. Think about it. When somebody's scolding you, you don't want to hear nothing they got to say. Even your mom and daddy would use a little child. You might think about it later, but when they whooping you or scolding you, you don't want to hear nothing. You just want them to leave you alone. And that's the problem that we got now. We are spending more time when God been merciful, when God been long-suffering, when God was in the position that even in your mess, when you got converted, God still had mercy and goodness that he shined upon you because of the fact that he loved at you. But, oh, now we want to say them devils, them this, they did, this, that. But you never, ever, you know what happened? You get within yourself. Let's go back to the scripture. All right, now, the elder son, as I said, was in the field. Now, guess what? 
Nothing wrong with working, folks. Nothing wrong. You got the Bible says a man don't work, he don't eat, okay? But if you're spending all your time and spending and dealing with a job, dealing with working, but you don't have no compassion for those that are around you, those that you know that's not walking in truth, you're not making an extra effort to even go to the Dollar Tree, uh, any other tree, and, and buy one thing. We caught up in the world so bad in the midst of the things that we are doing. And that's why I want, I used to wonder in, in the book of Revelation, Revelation, that how the enemy, I'm going to just read that scripture. I ain't had it wrote down, nothing, but it just popped in my mind. Uh, how I said in the book of Revelation, it says, uh, what I want? I want the 13th chapter. That's what I want. 13th chapter of uh, the book of Revelation. Uh, okay. And uh, no, I don't. Uh, like I said, it just came in my mind. I'm trying to get it right quick. And, uh, yeah, here it is, 13th chapter, as I said. And 13th chapter, 15th verse, uh, it says, And he said that he had given power, power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many, wait a minute, hold up, hold up, let me back, back up, let me back up, let me show you what it is so I won't, be okay, 13 verse, okay, and he does great wonders so that he make it fire come down from heaven and the earth in the sight of men and deceive them that dwell on the earth by, by the means of miracles, those miracles. You ever notice we are living in a time now that people are get caught up on what somebody can tell you your name or whether they can say this. They want to see something seem like a miracle. A musician can come and show you some things or a trendriloquist, uh, I can't pronounce the word, but they can say things. We get all gone whole about that. Okay. Then it goes on to say, uh, in the, where I was, in the beast saying, uh, to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image of the beast, which uh, which has the womb by the sword and did live. And he gave power to give the life unto the image of the beast, and that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many that would not worship the image of the beast uh, should be killed. And 16 verse, and he calls all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bound, to receive a mark on their right, uh, on their right hand or on their forehead. Hold up. Catch this next verse. And I know it probably went by you before, but let's catch it. 17 verse. That no man might buy or sell, say he that have the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. But the key word I want you to catch, why would the devil say that we wouldn't buy or sell? You know why? Because that's what we're getting into today. Saints are getting into we buying and selling. We are more into materialistic than any group of saints that you ever seen. We used to would listen to me. Now listen to me. I used to go to fellowship and I'm telling you, it wasn't a thing, even though I was doing wrong, but my love and my compassion 
on a Sunday, me and uh, my deceased uh, mother, my deceased wife mother, uh, would go after church and go into the hospital, go into places. I had a uh, prison ministry. We would go into the prison. Why? Because we knew that it was dying men's and women's going to hell every single day. And because we had them going, they was going to hell, we felt that what God mercy had did to us, we should be willing to do for them. Oh, back to the brother. Let's go back to the elderly brother. So the elderly brother was what? The Bible said that and he, the elderly brother was in the field. He was working. He was more concerned about making a living. He was more concerned. That's where his image was. That's where his heart was. That's why he wanted to get. All right, now let's go on down. And he called the servant, and when he called the servant, he asked them and said, Little man, what's going on? Then the servant, and still a him, saying, Wow, okay, time for me to leave the field. Time for me to leave and go up there and rejoice. Wait a minute. In the 27th verse, and he said unto him, Thy brother is calm, and thy father has killed the fattest calf because he received him safe and sound. 28th verse. And he was what? Angry. He got upset. Here's his flesh and blood, his baby brother, his baby brother that had went out and did every kind of wrong thing, and now he came to himself to come back, and he got a repentant spirit. We don't want to deal with the people that got to repent. Oh, you do it my way. Brother, where I say, if you ain't keeping the commandments, you're going to hell. Uh, I don't see it like that. Now, I used to. I, I have knowledge to know that the commandments of God is the ground rule. Okay, that's the ground rule. You can't get around it. If you're saying you are a believer, if you're saying you are a so-called Christian, if you're saying you are a disciple of Christ, you can't get around it because First John, First Epistle of John says that how can you say you love God, okay? You can't say you love God who you never see and don't love your brethren. So therefore, the Ten Commandments was summed up with Christ said in the 27th chapter in uh, around the 32nd verse, 37th verse, it said, uh, love God with all your heart, soul, body, mind, and all thy strength, and loving thy neighbor as thyself. Now let's go on down. He, 28th verse, and he was angry and would not go. Therefore came his father out to uh, meet him. Now hold up, entreat him, I'm sorry. His father had to come. Now here's him knowing that his brother was bad. Because the servant done told him. His brother was lost, but now he found. His brother was in the condition, in a bad condition. Oh, let's look at folks now. Let's take a look. Some of them, yeah, they was walking. They say they love Christ. They gave their life to Christ. And then we get mad with them when they do come back to a little truth. We get upset. Uh, I don't want to be around. I ain't studying them. I don't want to be bothered with them because they're going contrary to what I know. Wait a minute. How can you help them, though? How can you 
begin to show how grateful you are. Wait a minute. I got to go on. Hold up. His father came out now. And then the father, and he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years, guess what? Do you know we do that now? Wait a minute, God. I was saved back in 1975, and then I've been preaching ever since 1976. I'm sorry, saved in March 1976 and started preaching in September 1976. God called me, but you mean to tell me, God, go back. I ain't got time to go back. You go back to what God promised the servant. He said, I promise you a penny. Go and work into my vineyard. So the people that came and worked early got a penny, but the people that came and worked late got a penny because he promised them a penny. Now, the problem with us, we trying to uh, direct God in what he should, the wrath of God should be on. Oh, God, that person there, that person is not doing what's right. They, 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 they got these pagans in the way. But wait a minute. How have you shown them? by an example of love to let them see that how can I pull them away from the pagan? How can I have enough love to say I love you even in your paganistic state? Because God loved you when you was a sinner. But the dead, that's the dead come forth. That's God come forth. Say, what's wrong with you, bro? What's wrong with you, sis? Why are you acting like they are such a bad person? Why? That's your brother. That's your sister. So why are you carrying yourself like that? Okay. And, and okay. And he answered and said to the father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up right there. Now, first of all, I thought you was doing this because you was raised to do this because God had you in the field. And he, the, the younger brother, you know, took his portion. And so you still got your portion. You still got everything. But we so caught up on looking at other people's till we are not willing to see no way what God have did for us. So we can't help nobody. That's why sisters can have husbands in the house and the husband don't want to go to church with them. The husband don't want to do this. The husband don't want to do that. Well, he got a soul. No, he's not seeing a light. He's not seeing a light. Your children, same thing about our children. The children ain't seeing a light in our life. We are more condemning somebody and showing them who is right and who is wrong that we are not winning the children over. We are not winning the aunties, the uncles, and all these folks. We are not doing that because of the fact that we stuck on what God done called us, how God done called us to be this, to do that, and on and on. All right? It goes on to say that he fixed it up. Now he got an attitude. He said, and he, the father, uh, wait a minute, hold up, let me go back just because I interrupted my own self. All right, and he, and he answered and said to his father, Lo, uh, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgress I at any time thy commandment, which was not true. We already know that. But anyway, we're not dwelling with that, okay? All right, so, and then it says, uh, okay, uh, well, I was, I lost, and uh, serve thee, transgress thee, and I at any time thy commandment. 
and yet I never gave it me a kid, and that thou might make merry with my friend. But as soon as his thy son, it ain't even his brother no more, it's thy son. Oh, man, can't we do the same? It's thy, God, them your folk. Men would say, that's your wife, God, you gave me that woman. Uh, women would say, that's your, that's your man, God, you put that man in my life. So therefore, we go to want to be like Eve. We want to blame God. We want to play the blame God. We don't even want to be a part of it. But yet we say, yeah, I love the Lord, Brother Ware. I want to be all that God told me to be. Why don't he tell you to shut up sometime and pray? You know why? Because you can't hear it. You know why you can't hear it? Because you centered on what you want. I, I don't want nobody around me unless they ain't walking in the truth. What truth? Who gave you truth? How can you say that what you got is the truth of everything? you learning. If you had it together, you wouldn't have the shortcomings in your life. You wouldn't be dealing with the problems in your life. But because you're dealing with the problems in your life, the Bible teaches me that God has allowed a thorn to be in your flesh. The flesh, and oh man, I'm coming to that uh, hopefully on to, uh, next, next time. Uh, uh, anytime you see flesh, you can, uh, uh, yeah, it, your emotion, your spirit, your uh, emotions. Anytime you put emotion in the scriptures where flesh at, you'll see it. But anyway, that's, a, that's altogether different. But anyway, here's what I'm trying to get you to see. The man, the brother, even had the audacity to throw off on the dead and say, your son, not my brother. He didn't say, not my brother. You know, God, you know, <laughs> dead. And the time my brother came, no, 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 not my brother, thy son. Okay, and you ain't never did nothing for me. Why are we always comparing things with God? How come we can't be grateful that God loved you enough and he enlightened you with knowledge not to be condemned but to lift up somebody? When the last person you lift up into the body of Christ? Yes, I can. You say, well, brother, well, you get on the radio and you tell him, that the commandment is the ground rule. I believe that so serious in my heart. I believe that. I believe once an individual get converted, I believe that it's for me to teach them the best of my ability, not to condemn them, but the best of my ability to let them know that Christ died and he put the commandments in your heart that you might not sin against God. He did not just expect for us to keep looking on the stone. You didn't have to look on the stone when you got saved. When you got converted, the commandments was put in your heart. The only thing that got you off target, if you begin to follow somebody else instead of following the book, when you begin to follow the book and take your mind and your eyes off of other people, then you wouldn't go astray. And some of us, I listen to me, listen to me. I was saved in 1976, March I'm just as saved today as I was then. I, no, 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 no. I was walking in so much of error because I didn't know, but I had the love of God in my heart. And I had a knowledge to want to know truth. So when you have the knowledge to want to know truth, 
God will put you with somebody that with a little better knowledge, and he did it for me. He put me with somebody with a little uh, better knowledge than what I had and began to, to grow into that. And as I began to grow into that, then I became judgmental. I never will forget when I got converted in the Baptist church, New Life in Christ Baptist church, and I looked and I said, it looked like everybody is saved but me. Nobody is having problems. Because, see, we don't tell folks the problem that we're having in our flesh that we're dealing with that. If we so got it together, then how come we can't deal with what we're dealing with? But we can't deal with it because of the fact that we're so busy living for other people. So I, in turn, said, Lord, how is it? I was getting ready to just say, ain't no use in me keep trying. That was before I got called to preach. Ain't no use in me keep trying. I say, I, 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 I keep on lusting. I keep on uh, uh, just want to uh, swear and want to lie. And I say, something wrong. And all of a sudden, a young lady at that time, uh, Sister Jones was her last name. I, I ain't got to call her whole name. Sister Jones said, okay, Brother Ware, you can go back, but let me pray for you first. And now we'll forget that. And she began to pray. She said, Lord, I know you called this man. I saw this young man that you called, you ordained to uh, be in your family. And she began to pray and began to tell God on me, in the midst of me. Well, guess what? I had to turn around. She said, now, if you want to go on and go back on God, go ahead. I said, I can't go back on God because, like you said, he pulled me out of sin. He stopped me from doing this. He gave me this. And, and she said, okay, then, now, walk therein. Guess what? Supposing she had to say, yep, you ain't got the truth, no way. Go on back and see it. Oh, you're going to hell anyway. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And it wouldn't even matter to her because that was me, not her. But here's the son. Okay. The son, I'm running out of time, and he said, and he said unto his son, now the daddy had compassion, not with just one, with both of them. He said unto the son, Art thou ever been with me, and all that I have is thine. Oh, you ain't got to worry about it, son. Everything I got, it belongs to you, because he done swung me his portion, but we don't need to treat him like a, 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 that he have a disease. Uh, off, he said, and I meant that uh, should make merry and be glad, for this thy brother was dead and is alive again and lost but now found. Oh, believers, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. You ain't heard nothing that I said. I want you to understand that we are responsible for people's. God put people's in our life. I don't care if it's not even your family. I don't care, but God allow you to meet people. Now, you, you're not responsible for everybody because, see, some people's are just uh, uh, like a waitress. They, they serve a purpose to come in your life. Now, the problem with you go to pick it, you go to choose it. You got to look and understand how, how I glorify God with this person? Have I allowed Jesus, not me, not myself, for them to look at me, somebody great, but have I lifted up Christ? Because the Bible declared, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. 
Could it be that God allowed you to meet this brother, this sister, to plant a seed in their life that down the road somewhere somebody else would put some water on it and that seed would come forth? But uh, if it's for you to condemn like you got a hell or heaven or like you're living right, I don't want to fool with this brother. Uh, uh, in closing, I remember this, sis, this brother told me, he said, Brother Ware, I, I, I know you don't believe this, and I know you don't believe that. He said, but guess what? He said, I was uh, on crack. I was doing crack, and, and I went to uh, this male church, and this man just, oh, he put me down. And I left out just feeling so low and dirty and nasty. But this lady witnessed to me, and as she witnessed to me, she gave me the truth and gave me something to eat, and I can't help it because I love the direction and the teaching that she's giving me. And I, that's a, a nutshell uh, thing. But here's my question as I close and go off the air. I want you to evaluate yourself. Tell me what are you doing to win souls or to straighten people's out? What have you done to straighten somebody out over have you won they soul, gave them something that they can go on, that they can think about, that they can move towards you. Amen. Some of you don't have wives because of the fact that you study condemning the sinner woman. Some of you sinner women, uh, some of you saved women don't have husbands because you condemning the sinner men and still are witnessing and being a light and showing them the direction. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you in all that you're doing. I ask you to bless, Lord, in a special way, God, that the words that I tried to give to them that you gave to me, God, that it that they might receive it and that may go forth and be edifying and cause them to be a witness for your name's sake. I thank you. I praise you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Folks, peoples ain't going to come. God put you. He saved you to be a light to the world. I didn't get to the other scripture but that's why you are saved. You are not saved to prove to somebody you're right and they're wrong. Yes, they could be wrong, but how can I help them in showing them how they are wrong? If I can show them how they are right and how they can be right, I think they'll be willing to hear from me. My telephone number is 404 293 7557. That's 404-293-7557. And my website is brotherjamesware.org. And after tomorrow, you can get the same message. You can uh, pull it up, any messages that you hear talk. And we are doing other changes on the website as we speak. So please, let us hear from you. I want to hear from you because we are believing God to do a greater work. God is opening doors, and we are believing. I'm telling you, as I always said, and happy, thank God for me, almost making it another year uh, come this Saturday. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith. And my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. We pray this message that you just heard was a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message again, or if you have a special prayer request, please feel free to write Brother James Ware at P.O. Box 161001, Atlanta, Georgia 30321. That's Brother James Ware at P.O. Box 161001, Atlanta, Georgia 30321. You can also learn more about the ministry of Believers Walking in Righteousness or Brother James Ware by logging onto his website, brotherjamesware.org. That's www.brotherjamesware.org. We're looking forward to hearing from you really soon. We truly pray that this broadcast has lifted your spirit and awakened you. As 2 Timothy 2.15 states, to study to show yourself approved unto God. Until the next time, be blessed. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.